Welcome back to Bridging the Gap. And today we're talking about bridging the gap between the generations. And just a little funny, we are still having the ramifications of COVID as we sit in a closet and I notice that we have rolls of paper towels, rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> we are we are prepared if we ever need it again. So uh, what I wanted to do in this second part is for us to kind of come together and look at what are the values that we want to share? What do we want to pass on to each other? One of the things I kind of wanted to just hit on is that when I think about, and this is just kind of my interpretation, but when I look at my dad's generation, I think one of their goals, one of their things that they really wanted was to, in a sense, be successful. For my generation, it was very much about pursue your passion, like go after your dreams. For Parks and Hallies, I see it more of being happy, um, you know, enjoying life in a sense. But I feel like we can learn from each other because in both of those, um, we're not always going to be successful. We're not always going to pursue our dream in the exact way we thought. We're not always going to feel happy. So those are kind of goals or values that may or may not be reached. And so what are some values that are core values that every generation can share as we move forward together. So you guys can jump in wherever you want to, but what are those goals that you think would bring us all together? Realizing that we don't all share the same beliefs or thoughts, but that doesn't mean we have to hate each other. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So you can agree to disagree. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of me and my friends don't agree on all the same stuff, but they're still some of my best friends, and I love them. Um, and I think that's I think that's super important, especially nowadays, where everyone just seems one side or the other. And if you're not on one side or the other, like, you're the enemy as well. So it's like... That's a good one. I like that. I think that brings people together. I think the thing that's so amazing to me, you brought it up, is that as you talk about things, you don't you don't dislike the person just because they have different values or different ways of looking at things. I kind of dislike there's... some of them. <laughs> <laughs> but Not my some... friends, but like... <laughs> so, yes. But that's good point that we, we do to, to agree to disagree and move forward. Anyone else? What's some, some core values? I, I think... Faith. Faith, yes. It doesn't have to be any particular you know, religion, but somebody that has a solid faith-based life yes. makes a difference with culture and, and with society because if you believe in a higher being, you're going to act accordingly. Mm-hmm. You'll treat people differently. You'll treat people differently. You'll do things differently. You, you'll be trustworthy. You'll be honest. We, we won't have... You know, all, all the dissension that we have now. Right. Uh, and, and not that it wasn't in the church when I was there, because it was this denomination against that one, and that was foolishness too. Right. Uh, but I think if if, if as, a, as a culture we, we could come together in our core religious beliefs, um, and those are pretty minor, um, just a few, just a few basic you know, beliefs, it would make a world of difference in our culture and our society. I agree. Because not only is, like, faith affect the way we treat others, but I do think that it also gives us a purpose to live by. And as Parks and Hallie were talking, one of the things it sounds like you guys are saying is that to some degree, 
the generations are kind of aimless. Like they don't really know what they're working towards. So if you have a faith towards God and you, and you know that you're here for a purpose, that could make the difference. Just knowing I have a purpose, I have a mission for being here. What else? Um, I guess for me, a big core value, I think, is listening. I There's so many people out there that just want to get their opinions across. And everyone's so opinionated right now. And we're all talking over each other. And they're not really hearing. I think a lot of people, when they listen... They're not trying to hear, they're listening to reply. Oh, that's um, good. And so I think if people would stop talking and listen, they'd learn a lot more than they realize. It's like that's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay, who else? What else? There's got to be some other values, you guys. You guys were just all talking about. I shouldn't have stopped the tape. I stopped the tape. If we I lost think, our, um, our groove. I, I think when you talk about faith, and we've heard discuss some happiness, being able to distinguish fulfillment from happiness. Mm. I think too, too often it's just, I'm happy if I do this thing. But when that thing's over, I feel empty. Right. And Park's kind of alluded to that over I do this over here, and then once I got it, I feel empty. Yeah. Because we're going towards things, happiness, rather than a real fulfillment. What really fulfills me, um, that's a whole different category, a whole different level mm -hmm. than just happiness. Yeah. What would, so Parks and Hallie, what would you say you would want Grandpa and I's generation to know about your generation? that you think would be important for us to be able to communicate and be involved in your lives? I think for me, and not necessarily, I mean, you guys, I think for the most part, you guys have been pretty understanding about it. But what I've seen is the divide being between like the older generation doesn't necessarily understand like depression oh, and mm -hmm. uh, the mental health aspect of things. I think a lot of my generation, there's they put a lot of pressure on themselves as well. Um, and it's because of the instant gratification. I think kids get into sports and they're like, I have to be the best so I can like move forward. Mm -hmm. And it's like anything with that. And there's so much pressure on themselves and, you know, it just weighs on them. And I think the not, and like I said, not necessarily you guys, but like the older generation, like is like a like sack up. Like, it's not, right. you could be worse. Um, or, like, people just think you're not, like, you're just using it as an excuse. And I think, I mean, that can be true, but I do think a large majority of our generation does struggle with mental health. And yeah, um, I think, especially, if, um, and I'm not downplaying women with mental health, but I think a lot of... Uh, I think men, especially when it comes to mental health, have reservations about reaching out, about getting help, or like right. even saying that they have mental health problems, right. because they're looked down upon. It's like you're a man, like get yeah. over it. And like I like I saw something on social media that I started a long time ago, like a couple years ago. That um, it was a picture, and all it said was male depression. 
and someone commented under it, keep it bottled in, the world doesn't even care. Mm. And I think that's what a lot of men do. And I mean, even women too. But yeah, I, I think that's what a lot of kids do is they just keep it bottled in because they don't think anyone really cares yeah. or doesn't want to hear about it. Yeah. So that's why, you know, I do what I do when it comes to writing. Um, because I did keep it bottled in for a long time. And, you know, we saw the ramifications of that. So, um, yeah, I think that's one thing, way to bridge it is the understanding of, like, this is real. It's not something that I'm using as an excuse. I appreciate that. That's a really good thought. I like that. And I think it's so true. There's so many different directions we can go with that because thinking of like my generation and grandpa's generation, I think people dealt with it, but they dealt with it in a totally different way. And it probably wasn't healthy and potentially it exploded in the generations to come because we didn't deal with it when we were going through it the way we should have. I'm not sure we knew what it was. Yeah. Good point. I don't feel there wasn't discussion. I feel down today. All right. Sack yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and Get back to work. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think I did that with swimming. Like, that's how I was able to bottle it up and not deal with it for so long was because I had something else to... You had an outlet. I had an outlet. And that's something I've talked about with my therapist. It's something that Cammie and I have talked about. It's something that, like, yeah. I always had something to lean on to take my mind away from, you know, like, all the demons that were going on in my own head. And... Yeah. Well, and, and there are health considerations with that too. I mean, when you look at the number of men in my generation that have heart attacks. Yeah. How much of it was from how, being how much of it bottled was up? They yeah. Were, they're bottling stuff up. They weren't dealing That's with. That's a good it. point. Um, and and then you have the balance out. You know, and Chige knows this about me. And when I was young, I had a horrible temper. I didn't bottle didn't bottle it up, <laughs> or I would till I exploded. Mm-hmm. And and. Uh, but the church we went to then frowned on that. Okay, if you, if you got angry, you weren't much of a Christian. Well, which yeah, it's, is it's it a true? Stupid Christ drove out of the temple with a whip for Pete's sake. I didn't do that. <laughs> but but that was that that church culture, and so it's not just our home culture, or even the, the US community culture. as a whole. It can be it, it can be yeah, pieces our subgroups, of cultures that sub, you're yeah that you're tied in with that that can hurt with that, and I, and I think. I think depression's been with us. I think we're more aware of it now. And it could be that because of the things your generation are having to deal with, it's more prevalent. Right. More more pronounced than what it was before. Because, uh, you know, like it or not, life was pretty simple when I was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. We worked hard, maybe. But it was pretty simple. We didn't have all these gadgets to buy. You know, I was nine years old before we had a TV set. Yeah. You know, and, and then it was black and white. <laughs> and so you just you didn't have all that stuff to strive for we was pretty reduced just tried to be a good right. person and get a you know and, and get a job and do it well you know and, and that would evolve to well maybe i did this real well i'm offered another thing i'm offered some so yeah. it became not, not so much that at the end of high school that i strove for all these things other than to be good at what i did yeah and then other, other things would open as we went along i'm not sure they have that same type of opportunity nowadays yeah it's a little different, in the same for sure. Way. Yeah. Anyone else? Like, what would you pass on, Hallie? What would you want my generation, Grandpa generation, to know, 
or grandpa, what would you want them to know about your generation that you would want to pass on to help bring the two generations together? I think listening. I think we're going to listen to each other. Mm-hmm. We all have our opinions, right? You know, and and sometimes you're better off not sharing them. Yeah. You know, you you, you love people, you pray for them, and, and sometimes you keep your mouth shut. Other yeah. times, you feel like something needs to be said. When you say it, you say it in love. You say it not because you're going to change their pattern of behavior, but because you're concerned about them. But if they continue, you know, I suppose you had somebody that was that was a drunkard. You know, you can take that in two ways. You can go and just attack them. You know better than that. Oh, stupid, you can't, blah, 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 blah. Or you can say, man, I'm really concerned about you. I, I don't want you getting, you know, killed because of something get in a fight in a bar or you go out and get hit by a car or any number of things. I don't want you hurt. So that's why I'm saying this to you. Not because I think you're a lesser person or you're a horrible person. I'm just concerned. And I think that we need to do more of that. Listening to one another when we do have to deal with it, we deal with it in a very loving way. Not a not a mousy way, but a loving way. Right. Yep. So you guys remember that when you have to say something to me, you say it to me in love. I think if I could pass on anything, I just think about, you know, because my generation was very linear, there were certain expectations at each part of the path that you took. And one of the things as I've gotten older that I have grown to appreciate is that the path doesn't look like anything like I thought it would look like. And yet in it, I have learned so much. And I'm thankful for so many of the things that I wouldn't even thought I would have done or had to experience or any of that thing. I appreciate it because of what it taught me and how I've been able to grow through it. So I feel for this generation when they're like, I have to figure things out. I'm like, no, you don't. Just take it as it comes and embrace it as it comes. And whatever that means, you know, take it to heart and learn from it. The core core values would drive you. Yes. You know, they just, well, I can remember, this is real stupid. Before I would leave the house on a Friday or Saturday night when I was in high school, my dad would say, remember what your name is. Because basically he was saying their expectations, you're part of the family and your expectations. It wasn't that I was so dumb I didn't know my name. I knew my name. <laughs> but, son, I'm, I'm not giving you a whole list of stuff. Just remember who you are. Yep. Grandma Grandpa Jones said the same thing. Yep. Remember your Jones. Yeah. And, and there are parameters there. I'm not going to act exactly like my dad, but there are limits. I'm not going over this limit. Right. Be your own unique self, but you have that those values too. Values to drive you. What, what yeah. you. Good or bad. Yeah. They will drive you. Well, that's why I feel like there's so much, though mental health is so prevalent now or unhealth really is because I think our generation is losing that core value or not necessarily we're losing it, but it's being, um, it's not, not threatened, but it's being, um, pulled apart into different, it's being split. So it's like your values are being split into so many different areas because there's so many distractions in society today. So I feel like society is pulling apart your core to different avenues. So that almost, your core splits. So that's where that that. fracture is. And that's where that 
get that mental illness comes from is because your core is split and that's why everybody feels so broken right now is because oh, there's yeah. all these distractions <laughs> yeah. going on and so they're trying to they're being pulled every which way from all these distractions and i think technology has been a huge part of that social media has been a huge part of that is that society is so good at distracting now that people haven't stopped and ask the real questions, the deep questions of who am I? What do I want? Whose am I? And they've lost that identity. And I think that is where that mental illness is coming from is because they fractured because their core is fractured. Their soul is fractured. That's so good. And honestly, that's every, I love what you just said, because that's no different. Every single generation has had to grapple with that in some fashion. Every single one of us sitting here can say that we felt that, that brokenness inside of us, that fracture to the core of who we are. So that's something that I think all generations share is we all come broken. And the key is trying to find how do we mend that brokenness so that, yes, there's still cracks. There's still, but it, we're a whole person. We've been so. super glued. We've been super glued. Uh, like I like, my illustration is mosaics. I absolutely love mosaics because the, the, when, you, when you look at one, they are so beautiful. It's just broken glass. And yet it's all pieced together to make this beautiful artwork. And to me, that's what each of us are. We are broken, but we can be mended and put back together in such a beautiful fashion that we able we're able to give to those around us and be a witness of that. And, and in fairness to the generations of Parks and Halley, I think the brokenness is more severe because there are more options to the brokenness. Agreed. And yeah, that's, you know, we we might have been broken mm-hmm. with one or two areas. You may have fifteen areas. Mm-hmm. And I, I just because there's so much more. There's options. so yes. many more yeah. options. Yeah. Like there wasn't it's any just options. Just limitless amount of distractions. Yes. And options. And so. I like the distractions though, because I think that's really what it is. Is and, and that kind of goes back to what Parks was saying too. Like you're able to. There's so many different ways that you can try to fill yourself and get distracted by. And so then we don't have to deal with trying to figure out how to put ourselves to ask those questions of who am I. You know, where am I going? What am I doing? That kind of thing. Well, yeah, there's all these distractions to keep you from, to occupy your time from what really matters. And so exactly. I think that's where. And that's where, like, what, I, I think this is what you guys were saying back to what I was talking about. That's where people are like, there are a lot of things that you can do just to forget. Yes. So, like, I had a bad day. I'm going to go to the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, numb it. Uh. I had a bad day. I'm going to smoke a joint. Yeah. Like, there's that stuff. And, like, I mean, I've always been an advocate that, like, within reason, I think those things are fine. But it's when you start using it daily. To, and to numb. To for numb. Purpose. To fill the cracks. Um, that's when it becomes a problem. And my, I, I think my final, my, like, my final note about all of this and one thing that I think we can all do, no matter what generation, it's a quote I saw, and it just says, be somebody who makes everybody feel like a somebody. Oh. Yep, that's good. That um, is the greatest way to sum this up. And that's what I've, that's kind of what I've tried to do my entire life. No matter how broken I was, I wanted to make sure other people felt included. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what. So that's my closing. I love it. 
Anyone have anything to add to that? That that's I mean, really, if we all made that our goal, life would be a whole lot better. <laughs> what else? Anything? You wanna cut anyone off? Out of go ahead. I'm done. Okay, I have one fun thing to say. If you have something, what is the favorite gadget that you had in your life growing up that you loved? Mine was Frogger and Mrs. Pac-Man. Yes! <laughs> Whether it be my phone or my iPod, just being able to listen to music wherever I'm at. It's a good one. KitchenAid. KitchenAid! KitchenAid makes baking a lot easier. <laughs> love it. Yes, one good thing from COVID for you, Hallie. You learned to, that you love to bake. Mm-hmm. Oh, and good. you can and and you can get a hold of her in what's it called, Hasa? For goodness bakes. For goodness bakes, she makes wonderful cupcakes, cookies, and cakes. Dad, I really don't know. I I think um, the gadget that I had, I guess probably a guitar radio. Yeah. I love music, and so we would have the top 40 on every afternoon. I could go to my room and listen to the radio right be it, if I was in the car. I just, I love music, so. Yes. I love I that. Also, you share I, that. I was going to say, I also would say, along with that, like TV or even like your phone to be able to watch sports wherever yes. you're at. Because I love sports. So. Growing up, you had to listen. Yeah, even listening to it. Dad and I, we didn't, we couldn't yeah. watch any of the Reds games early on this season because they were the channels were all blocked out for some reason. So we listened to them on the radio. Well, that's you don't awesome. have a TV. That's that's your option. <laughs> right. You either yes. go to it. Or <laughs> yes. Or you keep track on your phone on the ESPN <laughs> app. <laughs> well, thank you. They wouldn't you. know what to do if they'd grown up right when I. Oh, probably not. Probably not. They well, would have enjoyed it, but they would know, knowing what they know now, it would not have been. Yes. Yeah, we talked about that. Like, my grandpa growing up with a buggy, and yeah. where we've come from there is just amazing. So, but thank you, each and every one of you, for being with us today. And thank you for sharing this time with us and bridging the gap between the generations. Go out and find somebody that is not in your generation and have a heart-to-heart, -heart, okay? Have a great day.